to talk about NASCAR. Let's do that NASCAR. Let's do that NASCAR. You are listening to the Tandem Draft Podcast presented by the Restart Sports Network. Hello, Griffin. Hello, Tommy. Hello, everybody else. Thank you for listening to the Tandem Draft. Uh, Today is a day, and we're recording before the Darlington race, but we have to talk about Dega. And we have to talk about Dover and some other stuff and then lead into Darlington preview for the second time this week. <laughs> we're yeah, we're we're gonna make sure that everybody is aware of the um, suffering, the the guilt that Tommy felt. I, I it's it doesn't happen often that you just he's he's so down. I felt so bad. Because I just wanted to make sure that he knew that it was okay, but to himself it was not okay. It was okay. not okay. What had happened was, if you saw on the Twitters at the Tandem Draft, I tweeted out that we had recorded over two hours, and then I was editing it, and I lost everything because the the program like malfunctioned or something. We recorded long enough that my wife was concerned for my well being. Yeah, so because <laughs> I'm not on my phone when we're recording. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> here's what like we recorded. It was awesome. And then I, w- I wanted to do this introduction where we tried a new flavor of Mountain Dew that uh, Anna brought home. Shout out, Anna. And we did, and we recorded it. It was hilarious. It was the flaming Hot uh, flavor of Mountain Dew. And we did a live review of us tasting it for the first time. And I lost it completely. And I like of everything that was so good about that episode, that's the thing I'm most upset about. Like my, I think my favorite part about it, first of all it was actually way better than I expected. Yeah, because it, it, I mean, flaming hot liquid. You wouldn't like a spicy liquid flavor. I don't think I, I wouldn't consider that refreshing. No, and it wasn't really refreshing, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't, wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was like so. Our grandpa actually used to drink spicy ginger ale. It was. I guess weird. I under. I guess I and understand I, that. And I used to drink it, and it wasn't as like weirdly spicy as that. Yeah. But it had that little bit of aftertaste, like the same aftertaste. Yeah. Uh. But anyways, so we lost that. We got to record this again. I'm double recording it because I don't trust myself. Uh. We got uh truck qualifying happening in the background, so we're keeping our eyes on that. Uh. But before we talk about the trucks, and before we talk about the awesome weekend that's going to be darlington we have to go back in time two weeks yes and uh do something that i don't mind doing twice we got to talk about talladega yeah and the best part is we're the thing that the thing about talladega i think we're going to talk about the most is the arca race yeah and the fallout of same yes yeah so (laughs) let's just yeah let's just lead off with that let's just go into it uh griffin you have the stats on that uh so you bring us into the world of that and I'll bring up this second uh, <laughs> Arca <laughs> race story that we had. Yeah. So um, now, Tommy, you were you were busy uh, with uh, having a, a good old time uh, at Wrigley Field, I believe, at the during the Arca race. Yes, I accidentally uh, got tickets to the Cubs game that day. Yeah. And uh, how how uh, what did they score? Uh, twenty one to nothing. There the Cubs go. won. And uh, all the other games combined, the Cubs have not scored twenty one. <laughs> so it was fun. Yeah. But I missed 
the incredibleness that was the Arca series. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, the the best part about the Arca race were the things that happened in the week following the race itself. However, there were still some some fun highlights. Um, of course, you know the Arca series at plate tracks is always kind of a uh, a cluster. You know what? Uh, considering the uh, level of experience, I won't say lack of talent because there's absolutely talent, but there's a, definitely a difference in experience between. It's where even, you start. Yeah, it's where you start, and it's crazy to me that they just have the series race on the biggest oval uh, in the United States. But, I don't hate it. Um, <laughs> so I turned on the Arca race to see uh, someone being extricated from their car, which is always a great sign. Uh, as a uh, accountant that drove the number sixty nine car. Um, he just kind of arca braked and, and by arca brake, I mean, did not use his brakes. Uh, and several seconds after a crash had already occurred, uh, he T-boned someone else breaking his own legs. Sure. Uh, he's supposedly fine. Um, but they had to cut the entire roof and the pillars, the A, B and C posts off of the car. So I turn it on and that like that just that housing is just sitting in the infield. So like it kind of looks like the car was buried like in the like I don't, I don't know what happened here. Here like that, lies. What a crash. <laughs> what a oh, terrible crash. Uh so uh, that was fun. Uh however, the important part of this event uh was what happened later in the week yes. uh, on the internet. Yes, yeah, so uh uh obviously famously known NASCAR ARCA car series driver Richard Garvey. I know he's. I know everybody's uh, asking about how he does every week. Yes, uh, we're we're all very aware of his existence. Yeah, and definitely did not just hear of him when this happened. <laughs> definitely, yeah. So he, uh, Hims was uh, racing in the Talladega ARCA race, mm-hmm. and uh, he was fighting for position. And uh, one of the people that he was fighting for position for uh, is uh, Tony Bridinger, mm-hmm. and she is also ARCA driver. Not a lot of not a lot of people know that name because Arca, but yep, uh, could be a name that you will know soon. Yeah, um, she's been around, and they uh, kind of tangled a little bit at uh, the Talladega race at Arca. And uh, after the race, Richard Garvey went on a rant of like six tweets with screenshots explaining uh, why Tony didn't drive correctly or yep. was. Really, just calling her out for being a bad driver. Right, right. Um, now, I, of course, <laughs> when Richard Garvey, now when he says you're a bad driver, you yeah. gotta listen. Yeah, because there again, there there is some uh, some legendary uh, yes. ability yeah. uh, behind that seat of the whatever car. Yes, of course, Floridian British man Richard Garvey. Yes, again. yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I didn't say that because I figured everybody just knew that. Yeah, I mean, it's Richard yeah, Garvey, I, for God's sake. I mean, sakes. needs no introduction. I yeah. Mean, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry to yes. even... Yeah. How could you? Uh, anyways, so he went to Twitter to talk about how bad of a driver Tony is. Yep. Uh, Tony, God bless her, yep. also went to Twitter and gave us the beautifulness uh, that is this tweet that I'm going to read out loud to you, Griffin. <clears throat> uh, so, obviously, Richard, uh, let's call him Dick. Yeah, Dick Garvey. Uh, Dick Garvey uh, was talking about how he had a whole car. She had a whole car length to come down. Uh, she waited until there was no car length, uh, then came down and there was a wreck. Blah blah blah. Whatever. So Tony says a coal a a coal. <laughs> Tony says, and I quote, a whole car length, huh? You see, I am in on the thirties bumper, but I didn't get out of line and take her out. You got to the line, and the twenty seven didn't bump you. Anyways. 
since you keep mentioning my name and everybody else's for clout, when is the next balloon festival? Kind of random, right? Yeah. But it, if you scroll included, down, yeah. <laughs> there is a mugshot of Dick Garvey. Yep. And so, and a link to the AJC, which is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. So I clicked said link, and it brings me to an article from August of 2019, where it says our boy Dick uh, was funding, or I won't even say funding, he was charging up a balloon festival where he charged people to ride balloons, hot air balloons, in the city. Uh, But it looks like the majority of these events got canceled because of quote-unquote weather. No no rain checks here. Which, credit to him, great Ponzi scheme. Yeah, because I'm not going to... If somebody says it's not safe to get in this hot air balloon, I'm not going to get in the hot air balloon. Yes, so it was uncovered that he would say that these events were going to happen and then call them for weather and not give anybody... Uh, refunds because that's part of the clause of when people uh, signed up for the tickets. Um, but the mugshot comes in when he did not pay for his hotel bill, which was over $5,500. And he was arrested because he did not pay uh, the amount that whatever room that he got for an extended amount of time costs. Going to debtor's prison. Like this is, and, this is the British. And I hope to God England in that the he 1800s. Was he paying 5,500 for a hotel in downtown Atlanta? Yeah, right, like, because I can tell you from living in downtown Atlanta, yeah. I would not spend more than $60 a night to live or stay in downtown I, I'm, Atlanta. I'm going to be honest. If I'm paying $60 a night to stay in downtown Atlanta, I don't think I would feel very safe. Correct. Uh, I think that <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and move, go south or north, not in between. Correct. Yes. Uh, I think $60 a night in downtown Atlanta comes with like exposed needles. <laughs> I think they like just hand them to you loose yes. at the counter. Probably. Hey, here you go. Yes. Uh, uh, just start so poking these. Really, thank you. And shout out to Tony for bringing yeah. that to light. That's what we need more of in NASCAR. NASCAR, would have, can you imagine NASCAR Twitter in like the 1970s? I want to see Donnie mm. Allison and Cale Yarbrough mm. talking shit to each other after Hell the 1979 yes. Daytona 500. I'm in. Like that, that's the, we need more Twitter drama. His sponsors probably love it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> hey, oh, gets anyway. their name out there. Yeah, I guess their name out there. So uh, I couldn't tell you for the life of me who won the race. I but I can remember. tell you that those two things happened during the race, and yes, I they loved did. it. Yep. So that's why we have the ARCA series around mm-hmm. uh, for entertainment like this that has nothing to do with the race at hand. Perfect. Go ARCA. <laughs> uh, then after that, they ran an Xfinity race, which was awesome. What? A- because Jeffrey Earnhardt brought out the three car, and the Earnhardt family raced probably, I'm going to guess it's probably going to be the last time they did it. They're, they're going to do it. An Earnhardt driving the three? Yeah. I mean, it, considering how it went, I wouldn't be shocked if they tried to pull it out at Daytona or... Because, I mean, Forever Lawn... I mean, it's really up to Forever Lawn. I mean, I don't know how big of a co- company that is. Yeah. But I'm sure they loved it because this did... This had to do something. This had to do numbers for them because... Oh, yeah. This they, was the story of the weekend. It was. Like, yeah. to an extent, uh, considering how he did, to an extent, the biggest story, like, even outside the cup race. Yes. Like, so, I mean, previously... Dale Jr. brought out the Wrangler car at Daytona for the mm-hmm. July race in the Xfinity Series uh, like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and he won it, and he was like, that's it for me. Like, yeah. There's no sense in doing this again, which mm-hmm. I completely agree with. Yeah, go out on top on uh, that car. And then, he, uh, I, and then Austin Dillon obviously took over the three in the mm-hmm. Cup Series, and he was racing in it. 
Uh, that's Richard Childress's grandson. And then now we have Jeffrey Earnhardt, who drove the three car. I mean, people have driven the three car since then, but having mm. Jeffrey Earnhardt in a three, having an Earnhardt in the three car is a little different than having somebody yes, else in yeah, the three car. Uh, agreed. And uh, with that, uh, Larry McReynolds, who used to be Dale Earnhardt's crew chief, mm-hmm. goes on the box for for the first time in since the 2000 Napa 500, yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah, in Atlanta. Yep. And uh, he was on the he was on the box and. And uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt gets a pull. Yeah, and then finishes second. So in the so the last episode before Talladega, uh, there was like speculate. I I think I brought it up that there was talk of possibly having Larry McReynolds on the booth, like or yep. on the box, not in the booth. Um, but like my assumption, even if that were, which I didn't really think was going to happen, and my assumption if it did was that he would be there, like. You know, like as more as a, like a symbol and like a crew chief and name yeah. only situation, not like knocking it, but like he's he hasn't been a crew chief since 2000. Like, right. you know, that's that's something. Yeah. However, he has been his job has been to analyze these cars in and out. And if they're good for, at things and stuff for the entire the entirety of the last 22 years. Yeah. So. Yeah, it turns out he still knows what he's doing. Still got it. Yeah. <laughs> still, still got it. Yeah, he, he got that figured out pretty good. I'm pretty sure that Larry Mack on the box of me at an ARCA series level car. Yeah, you'd lap the field. I could, yeah, I could, could do some damage. He could take you there. Yeah. So Larry Mack, if you're looking for a driver in a very... This one's n- cheap right here. Yep. He won't ask for much. I'll pay. <laughs> I got 50 bucks. That's probably, yeah. Yeah. But uh, we're not even going to talk about who won the race. Yeah, I don't. But I don't, Jeffrey don't, Earnhardt finished second, which is basically. I don't winning. want to talk about the man that crushed everyone's dreams. The, the like the coolest lap, last laugh, at last lap ever. Very reminiscent, the, like you said, the first time we recorded yeah, of yep, Dale Jr. coming back through the field to get to Jamie McMurray, but not quite. Yeah, like, like just passed a million cars in yep. the last lap. Um, just an incredible story. Would have been amazing to see him win, of course. Uh, but still, a second place is his best finish, his uh, best start. He looked like uh, he won he, it. Yeah, he like, looked, yeah. Like, nobody was focused a, yeah. on Noah Gregson, like, celebrating. No, Everybody was, was waiting yeah, for him. Yeah. Tur- kind of like, you know, when uh, basically when Bubba uh, finished yeah. in, like, the mm-hmm. top five or whatever at Talladega at the end of 2020. And like, or, yeah. and then everybody went and mm-hmm. and they were talking to him and nobody really remembers who yeah. won that race. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways. That's what it felt like. Uh, I was very, very cool to see the three car and an Earnhardt doing well and Larry yeah. McReynolds like sharing an embrace next to the three car. Was a little weird that it was green, but I'll take it. Yeah, it, it, you know, the car looked good. His fire suit looked like Dale's. Yep, it was a great time. Yeah, he should have had the open face helmet. Oh my god, because <laughs> that's <laughs> a thing still. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't think NASCAR would take too kind. Nope. They find people for not wearing gloves in the car. Yes, they do. It's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, that's what happened on Saturday. That's the full recap of the Saturday at Talladega. And then we go to Sunday and greatest or best Talladega race that I've seen in a really long time. I mean, October was pretty good. Uh, let's I mean, take that one out of it. That. That's in a, that's in a realm of its own okay, for its yeah, reasons it's of its, its own. own. Yeah. Uh, but competitively, it was a fantastic race. race. Yeah. There's, it was there was strategy, there was intense racing, and there was we, chaos at yeah, the end. Yeah, you we didn't ahead. need a hundred cautions or yeah. like a ridiculous amount of carnage. Yep, like it was fairly. I mean, of course, they crashed on the last lap because apparently that's a prerequ- prerequisite. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we went like nearly seventy laps uh, without a caution to end the race, which and hasn't had happened. To do a green yeah. flag pit stop. 
I think it was the 2004 Pepsi 400 that Jeff won was like the long, like the longest. It's been since then that we've had a longer at green the end flag. of the race. Yeah. That makes sense. I yeah. mean, it, we didn't have to deal with a green white checker or anything. Yeah. Not that that would be a bad thing, but and, like, and that you just would, doesn't happen anymore. And you would think like, oh, they they didn't get a restart, so the finish wasn't finish wasn't good. And like with everybody, <laughs> so everybody had to do green flag pit stops, yeah. and then with like thirty laps to go or something, I'd say from thirty laps to go till about like eighteen, mm-hmm. seventeen to go, nobody was near a teammate or a uh, or the same type of car or same right, yeah, manufacturer. This not, yeah, this was it not was, team orders. This it race. was like, <laughs> I mean, it was like Chevy, Ford, Toyota, Chevy, Ford, Toyota, she- like, and if you went out of line. Nobody was there to save you. Yeah. So <laughs> until like with 15, 14 to go, then people were starting to take chances. It was like, okay, I'll come with you. And yeah. then people started to find manufacturers and teammates. Mm-hmm. And then it was thick. But there was a period of time where you're like, this is awesome. Because right. I have no idea it, what's about it, to it, happen. Like, that's the kind of chaos I like. Like, it doesn't, we don't need chaos of crashing or carnage. Yeah. Any chaos of strat, like chaos of strategy and confusion. And the drivers being kind of like put like I, I don't know the mental side of it. It's so cool, and of course it still led to an incredible finish. Yep. Eric Jones, poor Eric Jones, had the lead until like to the trioval, and then Kyle Larson um, go you know starts wrecking people indiscriminately. What's his deal? And, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, and we'll talk about some aftermath of that as well. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but Ross Chastain. Just kind of right place, right time. He didn't like Ross Chastain won a race at Talladega, and he didn't use his bumper at all. Like if he you won told, a race at Talladega, if you told somebody and, yeah. that, yeah, he didn't throw somebody into the grandstands. If you'd have told me that that was going to be the outcome, I would have told and you. And he crazy. can't really say that he didn't do anything. Which I mean, the last lap he did nothing. Yeah, but, but <laughs> he was he aggressive threw the entire race. Some blocks that yeah. were like, this is either going to work or he's going to wreck eighty percent of everybody. The field. And. Uh, I mean, it was awesome. I'm so yeah. like, it was really cool that he won it. But Ross Chastain, he's like one of those guys, and we talked about this in the episode that doesn't exist anymore. Right. Yeah. About how, man, he's aggressive, but everybody still likes him. Yeah. And which is again, weird. And we're going to talk more about Ross when we talk about Dover. But uh, yeah, there is some, uh, he's, he'll get, uh, well, he might have to get reined in at some point. But as of right now, I mean, he's second in the playoff grid. That's something. Two wins. He's got two wins this he's year. He's one win away from being tied with the Cincinnati Reds in the NL Central. Yeah, how about that? Isn't and that crazy? William Byron. Yeah, he could make the World Series this he year. He could. Yeah. That would be, be pretty damned. nuts. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, this is a NASCAR podcast. <laughs> he's a championship contender for the uh, Major League Baseball. Yep. Do you think one man could take on one team? No. He couldn't. Barry Bonds could. Yeah, probably. Cheater. Kind Anyways. Of like, kind of like how if he never swung, he'd still have a ridiculous record. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, if you took, yeah, if you took, a, or Hank Aaron, if you took away his home runs, he would still be batting ridiculously or something. I don't know the exact stats, but uh, I can, uh, this is a NASCAR podcast. This is a NASCAR podcast. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Ross Tastain wins at Talladega. Great race. Very happy. Very excited to go back in October. Uh wow! The next time we race in uh Talladega, Dad. Yep, I will be. Yeah, I will be bringing my uh two week old daughter to the track. Um, uh, Megan still hasn't told me no because I haven't asked, so I think it's okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it's it works. Best to ask for forgiveness. I mean, there's no problem with taking like taking your own child across state lines without the other parent's permission, right? Like, nope. No, I don't think that. And there's I think a, uh, two and under is free. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think put her in the cooler. Genius. They won't even need a ticket. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And it'll keep cool. Well, no, hot. because she'll have to take her turn uh, carrying the cooler. Yeah, she'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Do something. <laughs> like at that point I can at least I can mold her soft spot to at least hold a drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can now hold we're one. talking. Hell yes. <laughs> I'm in. Anyways. Alrighty. That's child not abuse. It. Okay. So let's speak- go to Dover. Oh, well, first, <laughs> oh. let's be how about some how about some abuse? <laughs> yeah, how about some criminal uh, criminal activity, everybody. Uh, All right. Involving children, kind yeah. of. Yep. Uh, so Daniel Dye, ARCA series driver of the number 43 Chevrolet, um, got in trouble with the law oh. uh, during the during the last week. Uh, unfortunately, he decided to uh, he, he uh, ran into I believe he got arrested. Well, uh, that's he, unfortunate yeah. for him. Yeah, unfortunate for him. Yeah. I mean, well, this is incredible. Well, I mean, yeah, this is yeah, this is something uh, unfortunate for the victim. Yes. Um, I mean, fortunate that he has been arrested. Uh, he was waving his uh, crotch in another kid. He's a high school. Like he's in high school. Like yep. he is waving his crotch in another kid's face, and the other kid's like, "Hey, maybe don't." Don't like that. So again, I don't know the logistics here because you have to the height. To, I don't know how he was standing or how what happened. Uh, but then he responded by kicking the victim in his genitals, sure, uh, as hard as he could, uh, allegedly rupturing his testicle. Uh, so not good. Nope. No. Uh, however, seeing Bob Pockress tweet the word testicle at all. Good time. Kind of funny. Uh, no real other situation where that would happen. Uh, I think, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't, uh, don't expect to see Daniel die around the Arca series anytime and soon. And we don't condone bullying. Uh, yeah, no. Or um, rubbing testicles in people's yeah, you, faces. It's probably at this point, I don't think anybody's going to take that like, you know what? We're just not going to use you anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What a wild, yeah. like if, like, even if somebody at the cup level were to do something stupid like this. Yeah. They would be like, "This is the dumbest thing." Like, like there hasn't even out. been a f- there hasn't even been a fight in NASCAR that involves dick kicks. Yeah, which honestly, I don't know why nobody's done that. Yes, like that would be like yeah, like that would win the fight yep. usually. Yeah, but uh, not like after you sexually assault them. Like, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that that's our official stance. Yes. On, on bullying and sexual assault is bad. Yes, we yeah, will. Yeah, we'll make I'll sure. Write, make sure everybody writes that down. We'll make sure that's on the website under like our caption or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like our motto. It's yep. like don't do that. You know. Okay. Okay. Want to make sure we're clear. <laughs> For sure. All right. So let's move to Dover. Let's do one more. Thing. Oh, <laughs> we got some Twitter drama with Denny Hamlin. Oh, I thought that was after Dover. I'm sorry. That was before. Yeah, it was Talladega. Yeah, because oh, that's oh, yeah. right. Okay, I'm sorry, everybody. I thought <laughs> I that forgot. This, yeah, the, my weeks are blending. This together. has been a big, big week for NASCAR Twitter. Yes. So, all right. Yeah, let's do. Like, yeah, let's do the Denny Kyle drama. Yeah, uh, as mentioned, uh, Kyle Larson just kind of wrecked as many people as he. He took as many people down with him at Talladega as he could on the last lap. Uh, that involved taking out Kurt Busch, which then which uh, then took out Bubba Wallace. So the entirety of Denny Hamlin's team was eliminated from the event on the last lap. Except uh, for Michael Jordan, who was yeah. never eliminated from anything. Yes, uh, which uh, caused Bubba to have uh, what he said was one of the worst crashes of his career. He was shooken uh, up. Yeah, it looked rough. It made me sad. Um, so then Denny, I don't know if he edited this himself or had someone put it together. I hope he didn't pay somebody to do think he has a that. meme guy? I think he's got a meme guy. <laughs> 
But he took a uh, he took a clip of the uh, the television show Family Guy, uh, apparently a well known television show, uh, using a, a scene that uh, in made fun of the stereotype of Asian drivers being not good drivers, uh, which he just put Kyle Larson like his name underneath the driver, and then they played the clip. And then right when the crash is about to happen in the clip, it splices in the clip of Kyle Larson taking out his team. Uh, and this, uh, not a good idea. I mean... He did not think about this really he it, it. Or he thought <laughs> he a little too hard about he it. He thought about it so much, and this, and it never occurred to him, maybe not. Now, Denny and Kyle are friends. Like, they right. hang out, like, they're, like, friends' friends. Like, they're buddies. Yeah. So it's probably uh, something you could send to him via yeah. text message. Yeah. I think that would have been fine. Because after this happened, Kyle Larson said, I wasn't offended, but this would offend, like, people would be offended by this. Because clearly, yes. it's a, it's a, a racial joke. Yep. Like, <laughs> and if, yeah, and, and if I'm learning anything about racial jokes and what to say and what not to say, I'm going to go straight to Kyle Larson and I'm going to ask him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? If Kyle Larson is the voice of reason uh, in this, uh, <laughs> whatever. But <laughs> So... So this is left up. This wasn't like a he left. He put this up. It was up for like five or so minutes. Like this was up for like a day, like all day. So it's funny <laughs> because I didn't even see it. You never saw. Yeah, never I saw, saw it, it. And then I kept seeing it, and like it didn't go away. And then he, and then he took it down, and NASCAR is putting him through uh, sensitivity training. All I saw was the the tweet that uh, it was either twenty three eleven or Joe Gibbs racing the Twitter. Recently re- released a statement saying, "Oh, like, I never saw that. Like we we saw what Denny's doing. We're working with Denny and NASCAR to to see like how we can fix this or whatever. You know, like the the stuff that they yeah, say when right, people right, right, do right. this, which is bad not, that not, you have not, to be yeah. ready to do this. But yeah, uh, kind of saving their butts, if you will. Yeah, but yeah, Denny has to go to sensitivity training, which probably probably rightfully good, yeah, so yeah, yeah. because <laughs> yeah. like we said if this was a text message a private text message to kyle larson he probably would have laughed at it like i mean and we, i bet you kyle larson saw it on twitter and laughed at it but it was like eh, yeah, we, don't know, put yeah, that we don't know their friendship like i you know like i send stuff to my friend like we send stuff to each other like i don't know like we just send funny things that we find funny because we know each other but we're we not, would we, not we don't publicly we, say, and we yeah. also don't send we also uh are two white guys that don't send racial things yeah. to each other which which puts uh, us in a minority yeah, of some sorts because yeah, we don't yeah we, yeah we don't yeah I, actually i think all the stuff we talk about is pretty benign it's really just about nascar yeah, basically like, <laughs> this is, basically everything that we talk about on the podcast yeah, is that's everything pretty we talk much about it, yeah yeah so yeah, that's, a poor, that's a poor example <laughs> yeah um yeah we'll barely, think of maybe barely, we'll think of a better example we barely even use the cursey words all right yeah so <laughs> so denny hamlin is in sensitivity training uh which i'm sure is like traffic uh, online traffic school that mm-hmm. takes you an hour or so yep and we i don't know how serious we, it is yeah. but i hope and, it's serious and, and we wish him a speedy recovery yeah got <laughs> t's and p's t's and p's for denny to, hamlin to everybody involved yeah <laughs> okay one more thing because this was kind of post over that we can talk about, uh-huh. and then we'll talk Dover, and then we'll get to Darlington. Yeah. Uh, retirement. Yeah. People might be retiring in NASCAR, which is uh, odd. Which is, I mean, you kind of expect it, like right. stuff happens, but these names are a little surprising. Yeah, like there are people had, that could, and I mean, all, I yeah. don't know about so all of them or any so of, let's them, but start, some of them. Let's oh. start with Kyle Bush because yeah. this is how everything kind of like trickled. Uh, it starts with Kyle Bush, who uh, is. Uh, M&M's is leaving Kyle Busch. Yep. 
or Kyle Busch is leaving M&M's, whatever. The M&M's they're separating. They're, they're leaving the sport. M&M's so. leaving the sport. Yeah. Okay. So that leaves a hole for Kyle Busch to have a sponsor. The majority who, of his season. Who does not have a contract for next season with Joe Gibbs Racing. Right. Uh, so there's been talks of, will he go somewhere else? What mm-hmm. will he do? Mm-hmm. Uh, will he retire? Yeah. And of course, we know that he... He has mentioned before wanting to race with his son, right? Who is like five or six or whatever. Yeah, he's, I think he's six years old. Six, six or seven. So we're yeah. probably a good fifteen-ish years away from that. Yeah. So so he's it not going to be driving full time that long. It would be hard pressed to see him retire now. Yeah. Uh, but he there is a very real chance that he leaves Joe Gibbs. Um, which leads to a question of where he would go next that we can talk about. But additionally to that, Mike Joy, with kind of some breaking news for me, mentioned yeah. that Martin Truex Jr. might want to retire. Yeah, they mentioned during, like, towards the end of the Dover race, he mentioned, like, this might be the last time that Martin Truex sees the high banks of Dover. And he like, first what? mentioned it during the rain yeah. delay. And I was, and, and I had the sound on kind of quietly. Mm hmm. And then I was like, wait, did he just... And then I turned it up, and yeah, they're talking about Martin Truex retiring. I'm like, like, so he has a great relationship, obviously, with Bass Pro Shops and those guys, so he's got a sponsor for as long as he wants. Yeah, wherever he goes, he can... If he he leaves NASCAR, if he leaves for another team, which I can't imagine him leaving Joe Gibbs to go to another team. If he leaves Joe Gibbs, he's going to retire. Yeah. But, like, he does have... I mean, that leaves... So, yeah, like... They don't usually address like rumors or things that aren't announced or anything unless there's like some smoke to them. Yeah. But like I hadn't seen I hadn't seen, I didn't see any of this thing about I hadn't even seen somebody like shit posting about this on Twitter. Like, yeah. Nothing. But another thing Mike Joy said is Martin Truex Jr. is really enjoying driving this new car. So it made it seem like maybe. Yeah. Like him retiring was based on if he liked the new car get, or not. Yeah. Which. I like who am I to say this because I don't drive it, but how can you not like the new car? This I is know, so yeah. much fun. Unless you're Denny Hamlin. Unless you're Denny Hamlin. But uh, so yeah, so that was a thing. But then, additionally to that, and That's, then we can talk about all yeah, of this. Right. It got me to thinking. It was like, who doesn't like this car that might retire? Maybe somebody who doesn't like that there's dirt racing and there's a bunch of changing happening to yeah. NASCAR, like an old fart of some sort. Yeah. Like a Kevin Harvick, maybe. Yeah. Kevin Harvick hates this. He hates he all hates of this. He, he's the old man yelling at the cloud. Like, of, of all people. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm so, it's so weird. He's just not figuring it out. I mean, he's doing okay, but like, he's just not happy. I mean, he's had top tens. Like, he's up yeah. there. But I mean, he hated the I mean, dirt race more than I did. Eric Almirola is out pointing him. Yeah, and he's retiring. And he's retiring. <laughs> so <laughs> we have a lot of things that could open up here. Like there, there's so like this could either be the most benign silly season ever, where like nothing changes, or this could be like the biggest silly season. Ever. Like again, I don't think any of these people are going to leave. I don't think they will. Not one retirement. I don't think so. Okay, but I could see. Like I wouldn't like. My jaw wouldn't roll onto the floor if any rank, of it happened. Like I would those, get it. Let's rank those three. You go first, okay. and I'll go. Rank those three between Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., and Kyle mm-hmm. Busch. Okay, most likely to retire to not retire at all. Okay, most likely to to drop it. I think Kevin Harvick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, oh man, then the two. Hmm. 
I'm going to go Harvick and then Truex and then Kyle Busch. Yeah. Because I think Kyle Busch is just kind of being a dick right I now. Think Ky- <laughs> I think Kyle's being Kyle. Yes. Um, I think... I think even if he wanted to retire, I think there's too many, there's too much in the pot because that mm. like Toyota would throw him a lot of money to keep because their development program runs through Kyle Busch. Right. Like they need that team. And if he leaves, like what used to I mean, does he still want to even operate the team? Like, I don't yeah. you know. I don't, I think he would kind of have his hand forced there unless he moved to a different team. But Which like, would leave what? Twenty three eleven. Because if but no, but I mean, like they but, don't have a tr- yeah. What what, what would the truck team be like? Yeah. Does Joe Gibbs want to have it? Because they took Joe Gibbs. Like they run their arca. Like uh, um, Kyle runs the arca team now. Yeah. So I, so yeah. So there's nowhere else for him to go. Or it no, seems because like he's such a Toyota guy. Oh so, yeah. Right. So like twenty three eleven because it's kind of like also Joe Gibbs a little bit right satellite mm-hmm. team. Yeah. Uh, could I mean. Kyle Busch racing, make an appearance. I don't. Yeah, I I would be surprised. I don't think. I mean, he's uh, yeah. always pissed about the budget anyway. I don't think he wants to throw in a, like exactly. the millions of dollars for a charter. Yeah, yeah. Which there was talk recently of one being up for sale. I have no idea who. God, I hope it's the seventy eight car because we just mm. that's just one that we don't need. That's yeah. like that's the outlier. Yeah, for as sure. As much as I love BJ McLeod, we really don't need that car on the track. Uh, yeah, more times than not. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the end game is for mm-hmm. Kyle. I could see Truex happily like yeah. riding off to the sunset. You're like, yep. you know what? I came close. I'm very happy. Like good relationship with his mm-hmm. wife and and, yeah. and great relationship with uh with Bass Pro Shops. He mm-hmm. could, he could go have a hunting show or, or yeah. fishing show and he would be perfectly fine and like he would be one of those guys that like he would come back into NASCAR and like do some stuff in the booth, maybe do some, do some like TV stuff. You could see him popping up in like little race, like how Dale Jr. runs some races. Sometimes he would do that. Absolutely. And he would be fine. Like, I think, yeah, I mean, any of them could be, I think all three of them, if they were to retire, I think that they would wait until like they that would be something they'd announce before a season began. Like oh, so they can have they, a farewell they, tour. I th- yeah, I think all three of them would deserve. All three are champions. Uh, Kyle Busch, multi-time. Like you know, they're they're all you know they're all mul- they're see, all multiple series champions. I could see they, Truex yeah. walking away without that. I guess I could, but he yeah. would deserve it. Like he would absolutely. Kyle and, Busch would say it like two years in advance, so he could have two laps around the circuit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Mark Martin stuff. Yeah. Mark Martin did like forty of them. So. Yeah, but like I mean, I, any of them too, I can see racing a long more time. Like yeah. Truex just did three second place finishes in a row in the points. Yeah, and he, you know, he he can win any race. Yeah, I think he could win this week. He he won this race last year. Mm-hmm. He like he could very well do it. So I, all three of them are capable of winning at any time. I think Harvick's the only one that like the question could be like, is he past his prime? I wouldn't say he's past his prime. I think he's least. just not having fun. Yeah. I don't know. Like, again, like I ultimately, I don't see any of it happening, but if it, if any of it did, I like, I'd understand. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be the most out of left field thing ever. Right. Like, when Jimmy retired, like that was more surprising because I just never even thought yeah, about Jimmy I d- retiring. Yeah, I thought he was just gonna even keep though, going. Yeah, yeah. Even though at that point, like he hadn't won in a long time. But man, it was uh, sad. Yeah. That, and so on this topic, 
Another thing that we talked about in the podcast that was lost that we'll never hear ever again. Uh, we talked about the Hendrick guys and how that's like the most stable team and how those yeah. guys are just going to be around for the next 20 years yeah, or got a little 30 more, years. Got a little more stable. Got a little more real because William Byron signed an extension. So yep. we kind of put that into play. So if William Byron would like to pay us money for making that happen, mm-hmm. uh, we will graciously accept. Yep. Thank you. So. Uh, winnings or, you know, yeah. maybe like 5% or something. Yeah. So Hendrick, it. I mean, that, that four... Those four drivers are going to be together for a very long time. Yeah. I think the yeah. oldest is Bowman, right. and he's yeah. like thirty. Yeah, they're yeah. None of them are going anywhere, and all of them, all of them are winners. Yep. Uh, the most, the the quickest that any four car team have won in a in a season, eleven races, all four of them have won. Yep. One of them twice. Yeah, William twice. Um, like, also one game behind the Cincinnati Reds in the yep. standings. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I guess that's a development and a and a uh, and a dialogue that we will continue to have for the rest of the season. But now we can talk about Dover. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's recap Dover, and then we have one more thing to talk about before we talk about our preview to Darlington, and then we got to make picks. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so Dover, great, great weekend at Dover. Yeah, we were like, oh, we're gonna miss uh, gonna miss recording for a week. But it's okay because it's just Dover, and, and then Dover was Dover awesome. Dover became fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a strategy race. Mm-hmm. It was a tire race. Uh, the Xfinity race was awesome. Yeah. So I guess we should start with the Xfinity race and yeah. Ty Gibbs oh. just running everybody over. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, we we got a little glimpse into a possible uh, Noah Gregson and Ty Gibbs situation. Would love to which see. I, it. Yeah, please give me that. Just give me that. Like that would be like two. You know. The two worst people you know make a great point. You're like, you know, like I would watch them just tear each other to pieces. I don't, I have really no, yep. No, I'm no big fan of either. Nope. More so not a fan of Noah Gregson. Sure. But uh, I would watch that. I, I would love that. And I still haven't decided if I'm going to hate Ty Gibbs or not. Yeah. I think I'm leaning towards kind of, but we'll see. Well, yeah. if, I'll, I'll, lo- I'll love seeing him if yeah, he starts fighting great, Noah Gregson. Yeah, that's the great. That's the greatest part. He's thirteen. We got keep, time to figure it out. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah. become a Ty Gibbs fan. Yeah, but man, that was a fun race. The Xfinity guys. Yeah, Josh Berry gets a gets his third career win, um, which is well deserved considering what he went through and finally getting the full time ride. Yep. Um, it sucks that it took him this long because he could have been winning races for the last seven time. seven years since he like. Yeah. Really came up as like a prospect yeah. in the Xfinity series. Big, uh, big, big emotional interview after the race, which was mm-hmm. cool to see. So. Yeah, and, and his and his daughter was not happy to like. No, have she it. hated it. She hated it. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, but yeah, good for Josh Berry. Yeah. Um, Xfinity race as always is fantastic, but the Cup race was just exceptional. The okay, so we've talked about the separation of the Xfinity and the cup series before and how the Xfinity series has Mm -hmm. been all like the races have just been better than the cup series Mm -hmm. races. That gap is closing. Yeah. With there, everybody's firing on all, on all cylinders. Yes. Yes. Which if you lose a cylinder at any track, you'd be very slow. Correct. Yes. Um, Uh, Everybody's on the same amount of cylinders doing a great job. And the cup race, uh, rained out. We got a little bit of it in and then we had to wait until Monday, but Worth, worth the wait, it. yeah, and it stinks because the crowd was there's awesome so Sunday. many people there in Dover, Delaware, of all yeah. places. The yeah. first state, it was the first yeah. state, but uh, the crowd was awesome. So 
that kind of stunk that because they had to run it on Monday, and obviously there weren't the same amount of people there. Still a good amount. Still, Still a good amount like for, for a Monday. Monday. For a Monday. Great More race. More than we're at Talladega yeah. last year. <laughs> yeah. Great race. Um, and, I mean... There uh, was tire wear. There was tire wear. There was a lot of tire wear. Yeah, long and, green flag runs. And even starting on, like, we were very, we had no idea what the track was going to be like because there's no other track like Dover. This car, they have no notes. No, we, it, I felt like Fontana of, like, oh, excuse me, a lot of, Whoa. I, our, this, I had one pearl pork sandwich today already, so I'm going to. Oh, you're going to have a dinner? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, we're getting Dickies for dinner. So, um, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I guess like, we should start with practice, like practice and qualifying. Like people were spinning all over the place. It was awesome. We were going through the spin cycle, folks. Uh, it was it, it was crazy. Nobody knew what the car was going to feel like. Nope. And it led to a lot of uh, spinny crashing. And mistakes and stuff. Yeah, and, and which, again, I don't want to see anybody crash, but people spinning, spinning on their own, like through like not being pushed out of the way or anything, people just losing it. Uh, that's a good sign. Good that's sign. a sign that the cars are hard to drive. Yep, which they should be. All they need to do is give them give them some more horsepower, so they're flying around, setting track records, and have uh, low corner speeds, high straightaway speeds. Right. I want two twenty into turn one at Michigan. Hell yeah! Give me that, and then I think this. I think everything's perfect. Yeah. Give me two o five, two o eight ish going into Atlanta. Going okay. into turn three? At this point, I don't want to go to Atlanta. I know. I'm trying <laughs> I, to fix if Atlanta. We, if we make the cars faster, so we can't. I, we like legitimately can't go to Atlanta anymore. I'm trying to fix Atlanta. That's the problem. If we go faster, it'll become like that cart race at Texas that never <laughs> happened yeah. because it was going to make people pass out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Dover. So uh, the biggest takeaway for me for Dover. Um, Griffin, my condolences. Yeah, uh, to my, the streak, loss. my streak is over. Uh, Griffin can no longer say he was at the last Chase Elliott win ever. Yeah, it's uh, been thoughts a and prayers. Season peace for me. Uh, very upset and very sad for you, but not because Chase is my guy <laughs> and he was dominant and it looked like he was just waiting and yeah. then made his move and then nobody he, could touch yeah, him and he it was, was just awesome. so good. Yeah, he. Um, I was really hanging on to that little bit of history there. Uh, it was cool. I saw, I've seen the closest finish in, uh, auto racing history. Uh, I saw Chase Elliott's last win. Uh, and I left Chicagoland Speedway because I was too hot and missed out seeing Paul Menard score his second and final pole. Mm. But it was nice to say I was at Chase Elliott's final win, uh, for like about 10 months. Yeah. And then here we are. He had to go and win again. It's almost like he's good at this driving for a great team. Yeah. Ugh. Well, as it stands, I thought he's past his prime. Uh, you can still say that you were at Bubba Wallace's last one. Uh, no, that's uh, that's just untrue. Okay. You see, yeah, because he uh, remember he won Daytona because uh, the we remember they uh, they yes. disqualified the Penske cars because uh, of the wheel thing. So that's he right. Won Daytona. Yep. My apologies. Uh, uh, he also won Talladega because uh, Kyle Larson. I don't. know. I just feel like he's owed one. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so Chase wins Dover. Now we go to Darlington, but we have news about the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Yes, we have three new members as well as a legacy member. As Yeah, apparently uh, we're just letting degenerates in. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, we'll go through the we'll go through the good ones first. Okay. Uh, we got Mike Helton getting the legacy award, well deserved. Sure. Yeah. Because he is a fixture of NASCAR. Uh, I can say he's a really nice guy. Like he's super intimate. Like mm-hmm. so, 
I I've been I've been very lucky to meet some drivers. Um, I used to collect NASCAR diecasts like crazy, so I've gotten quite a few of them signed by drivers. Um, I've gotten rid of most of the cars, but everything I've gotten signed, I still have. Um, so like you know, waiting out like getting infield stuff and getting like I'm not the guy that like gets something signed and sells them on eBay. Like I I just feel dirty doing that. I always keep those. Yep. But the only driver, the only personality that I was like kind of afraid to approach, he was a standard, like he was already signing stuff for people. But yeah. Mike Helton, like outside of a driver's meeting, he was signing stuff for people. I go up to, I had a flag to sign that I, you know, cause I would, I would always have a flag of the weekend and have as many drivers sign as I could, but it scared the shit out of me. Like, cause he's such an intimidating presence. He is so, like, he's got the scary mustache. He's got a scary <laughs> voice, but dude, like, just a really cool, thankfully, thank you know, thanks for coming out and everything. Just an all-around nice guy. That's great. It's well deserved. Uh, we need that personality. Like having a like it this isn't this isn't like the homegrown southern sport it used to be for good reason. Yeah. But we need that hard ass guy to be like the voice of reason. Right. Because Steve Phelps and Steve O'Donnell, as much as they're I think they're doing good for the sport, they're not that. Right. Like, we need somebody like that. Yeah. Uh, of course, getting a promotion and, you know, doing that forever is not the best thing. Of course. Sure. <laughs> Poor Mike Hilton, his first day on the job, had to announce the death of one of his best friends. Yeah. Uh, and that, the biggest personality in yeah. the sport. Uh, yeah. So of all the things he's been through and done for the sport, it's very well deserved. Um, Absolutely. Speaking of Dale Earnhardt, his former crew chief, championship winning crew chief in his own right, uh, Kirk Shelmerdine is also going in the Hall of Fame. Um, for those our age, might be more remembered uh, for driving the 72 car doing starting parks and like the next L Cup in 2004. Definitely. Uh, so at the time, as a child, it was surprising to hear like this guy's got championship rings. Like he just wanted to, you know, he wanted to, to, yeah, to this go. This guy's got to championship start rings. Do, do That's driving. funny. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, another well, you know, a well-deserved um, induction there, as well as legendary driver Herschel McGriff, who I, Lord knows is probably he's 117 years old. He's probably still racing right now, but um, he had raced people for, from the 40s. He's raced Haley Deegan and everybody in between. So uh, an unbelievable uh, racing pedigree there on the West Coast. And then somebody else who uh, doesn't doesn't deserve it. Yeah. We don't let people from up north in the Hall of Fame. Uh, now, all this border talk makes me think <laughs> the only border we need to block is the one to Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, Matt Kenseth gets you, how, the nod from, dare you say his from name. obviously everybody but me to go into the Hall of Fame for what? One championship? Like cool. everybody, you know, the last people, Winston Cup ever. Cool, yeah, whatever. Yeah, a lasting legacy of the uh, only yeah. reason he's in the Hall of Fame is because he spun Joey Logano at Martinsville. <laughs> that was Hall of Fame worthy. It was, yeah. That solidified the vote. Yeah, for me. and then the fight in the like in the Haulers. Who yeah, uh, who did he beat up in Keselowski. the Haulers? Yeah, yeah, because Keselowski hit him after accidentally hit him yeah. after his belts were undone. That was awesome. That was a great chase race. Yeah. Alan Bestwick on the call. Yeah. Everybody those were the kicked. good days. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So I'll let Matt Kenseth be in the Hall of Fame for those two things, but that's about it. Now, uh, you might be wondering where these sour grapes are coming from. And let me open up, let me, let me open up the crisper drawer and introduce you to them. So uh, in 2016, 17. Believe, 2017, uh, there was an incident. Uh, at the Chicagoland Speedway, uh, there uh, cops were called. Yeah, uh, Matt Kenseth was doing an appearance uh, at the uh, Dewalt Tools 
uh, setup thing. And he wasn't even driving a DeWalt car that day, I don't think. I don't know. Yeah. He, maybe. I don't know. He he has. Whatever. <laughs> I know he has. Yeah, I know. But... I know. But it, that does drive me crazy. I don't like I don't like going to a race and they're where drive they're not driving the car I want to see. Mm-hmm. Um so uh he you you tell the story, but I'll I'll uh, I'll commentate the aftermath, but the, so, the beginning. Yeah, so we went to his thing and uh it was on a Sunday, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh somebody said something about uh him being from Wisconsin and then he said uh it's just something I I feel bad saying on these airwaves because it's just so inappropriate. Um, you can apologize. You can apologize. I don't, have my, I don't have my bleep handy, but yeah, he said, ap- he said, go, p a c k, go. Yeah. Um, implying that he was a fan of uh of a football organization. Now, that- I know earlier we said that we don't say any slurs. Yeah. Um, but oh, we apologize for having yeah. to spell one. Yeah, I do apologize for that. Um, put, put the kids to bed. We're going blue. So, anyways, he said, "Go pack, go!" And there were some cheers uh, that were drowned out by my booing. Yeah. Uh, and then he said, "Did somebody boo?" And I said, "I did." This guy right here, you son of a bitch. Yep. <laughs> so then, I didn't say that. Yeah, part. right, right, right. Uh, In your mind, you did. Yep. And then uh, he said, get this guy out of here. <laughs> it was like, good, because I want to leave. I didn't say that. Yeah, no. <laughs> and we never got into an altercation, and that was the end of it. But I sure like to think that I beat up Matt Kenseth with my words. Yeah, so uh, really, you know, you have that, that opportunity. Like, in your mind, you immediately start, like, playing the next few moments of your life. Yep. So if I could as- make an assumption, yep. I'm going to assume that in your mind, the C's part yeah. of the NASCAR fans, and it's just you and Matt Kenseth. Oh yeah, everything went black. And, and other yeah, than it, it goes black, and you pick him up by his by his polo shirt by the collar. Yeah, he's two he's, he's two foot seven. Two you foot pick eight, him, yeah. pick him all the way up. You say, "You listen here, you son of a bitch. This is an, this is Illinois. We don't talk about the Packers here. We talk about the Bears." See, I, I wouldn't have even give him the luxury it, of saying words. Yeah. I just would have picked him up and thrown yeah. him into his Dewalt mm-hmm. tools. Yeah. I would have put it. I would have shoved him in a Dewalt tools box. <laughs> How'd the Bears do that day, Tommy? Uh, they lost very largely to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers led by Jameis Winston. Uh, and Mike Glennon was my quarterback, yeah, also a, known as Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it was not or, a, not, uh, a good day not for Dumb Tommy. and Dumber. Napoleon Dynamite. I'm sorry. How'd you? Fa- how? Uh, where did your favorite driver finish that day, Tommy? Uh, not good. I don't think he finished second again. Chase. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That yeah. was on second his stretch year in a row. of yeah. yeah. Yeah, who won that race, Kyle? Truex. Oh, second year. Did. I think right. it was, yeah, second year in a row it was them one two. Yeah. I remember we you, were very excited because Chase was right there. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, I uh, yeah. I was repping Paul Menard that day, uh, and Tommy, you asked to borrow a Chase Elliott shirt. I did. Uh, so you borrowed my Chase Elliott shirt. It had the twenty four, and it just said know how, like Napa know how on it. Yep. Uh, and then I I recently saw on Instagram that post where I post that picture. And you commented, it's you in a 24 shirt that says know how, and you just say know how to finish second. It made me laugh. Ah, so, that was funny. Five year ago, Tommy was very funny. Yeah, good for me. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> That's awesome. That was a good one. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad I'm good at that. Look at you. I'll be damned. I, yeah, I did not remember how that race turned out. Uh, <laughs> it was hot that day, too. It was brutal. It was toasty. And I decided like we were both very red. In the I picture. decided like six hours before the race started that I was going to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. So um, 
yeah. So that's so. Congratulations, Matt Kenseth, for your uh, cookie cutter alleged. Um, alleged. They're, they're letting him in the Hall of Fame, but not Pete Rose. Unbelievable. Uh, d- I just despicable. Just despicable. Um. So yeah. So now we can go to Darlington. Let's go to Darlington. Which breaking news I got for you right here? We yeah. just watched truck qualifying, and John Hunter Nemechek is on the pole. That's John Hunter Nemechek. He's driving a truck. So yes. John Hunter Nemechek, I think. Yep. He's on as, the- as as Regan Smith keeps saying. Yep. Which <laughs> I do like it. I love it's it. It's got a nice it's ring perfect. to it. Uh, Todd Bodine had a pretty good qualifying run, too. It's cool to see him in the truck. Yes. And uh, uh, of course, Darlington throwback weekend. So we got paint schemes. Now, in the original recording of this podcast, <laughs> we did the most unpodcasty thing where we looked at every single one of them, every one of the paint schemes, and did not describe the paint scheme. Just let you know if we like them or not. Yeah. So, we're so just if like, you wow. want, to, if you want to see the paint schemes, go to restartsports.com and then click on the tandem draft. There is a blog post that has every single throwback paint scheme of the weekend on there. So you can take a look. You can see which ones you like, see which ones you don't. Yeah. Watch the races. Yeah. I don't know, but I will. I will. We will talk about some that we really like yeah, there, and that we can couple, think of yeah. in our minds. Yes. But other than that, we are going to make this a podcast-friendly episode. Is, this is an audio podcast. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> we should record every episode twice. Yeah. Because see, I feel like figuring this it out. is like the third time we've practice. had to do it yeah. twice, and we're killing it. We were just doing. Yeah. We were just doing a table read. You know, the first yeah. time. But this time, you know, we're we, we've cut it. This we, is we're, great. We're, uh, it's clear and concise. Uh huh. And we're still making the same jokes. We're figuring it yeah. out. And we're making the same jokes and pretending like we hadn't said them already. And we're yeah. And we're, I think it's funnier and that we're alley ooping each other. Yeah. It's this yes. is this is nice. See, normally, see, I like saying the same joke twice to make sure it lands. My wife hates it. Sure. But I love it. Yeah. Like you say, get it? She's not a fan of that. Yep. She hates that. Which I get. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I get it. Which? Get it? Yep. yep get I it? do. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Darlington. John Hunter even check on the pull for the trucks. Yep. The, I'm, the, so, we can talk about Darlington. Very historic track. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lady in Black. Egg. Too tough to tame. Egg track. One, uh, Egg one side of the track is uh, very wide. Not not like wide as in the like, radius. Yeah, the radius is wide. Yeah, on one side and very tight on the other. Mm-hmm. Um, there is there's a groove in the middle of the track, mm-hmm. and it's like you can choose to be in that. You really want to be in it in the corners, mm-hmm. but on the straightaways, you can go below. Yeah, uh, that 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 apron mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and make a move. Uh, but it's it's a lot higher up than on normal tracks. Like the yeah the, the like you the can intended, probably describe it a lot better than I. Essentially, can. the intended racing groove is not always the fastest way around. Yeah, like there you can you there is a, like it's got a really thin racing groove compared to most tracks. Yes, but you can use a lot, and a lot of people like to use the high lane. Yeah, but you have to be very good at driving to use the high lane at Darlington, lest because, you make a mistake. Because you will hear the you will hear the term Darlington stripe a lot this weekend, and that's hitting the wall, and then you get a stripe on your car. Yep. Uh, I mean. More times than not, the the person that wins the race, they will have a mark yeah, on the something. right side of yeah. the car mm-hmm. from hitting the wall because everybody tries to run that high lane. It's very similar to uh, like old Atlanta when we talked about the Harvick line. Yeah, like Kevin Harvick, just the it, king of keeping it on that line. Yeah, you have to be so good at mm. keeping this thing on the wall without hitting the wall. Yeah. 
that it's nearly impossible. And the man that does that better than anyone is Denny Hamlin. Yep. He is just figured out Darlington. Yeah. Which I think in and of its, even if he wasn't a three-time Daytona 500 winner, I think his ability at Darlington deserves a Hall yes. of Fame nomination. Yeah, like, absolutely. That's just unbelievable. Like, it is historically one of the like consistently, no matter the car, whether it be yeah. the 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 Gen Four car, the car tomorrow, the last generation, the 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 next gen car. I'm sure we'll see practice uh, tomorrow, but uh, it's just consistently super hard to drive. It eats up tires. Yeah. Uh, there's no good way. Like you can give up stuff in one on one side of the track to gain on the other. There's so much going on. It takes an immense skill. And yeah. Danny Hamlin has that figured out better than anybody. Yes. And Darlington, another another track like we talked about with Dover. It's a track that is unlike any other track on the circuit. Mm-hmm. And these are new cars. So we have no idea what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to say that a lot this year of not knowing what's going to happen. But man, is it fun. Um, <laughs> what are we looking at? We're here? looking at uh, historic footage of Eric Almarola with the Fu Manchu. He's doing he's he's I. It, this is from September of 2015 Yeah, when he did a throwback <laughs> paint scheme in the truck series for Richard Petty. Or in the Cups. Or yeah. in the Cups. The and, oh, yeah. He was the 43 yeah, car yes, for a while, was. wasn't yeah. he? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he did the Richard Petty mustache and the Fu Manchu uh, <laughs> and with his STP hat. So I think it would have been funnier if he grew out his hair and he tried to be Triple H. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> Love it. Um, but anyway, <laughs> Can so that's... Can you imagine him trying to be a wrestler? No. Just imagine him, America, or American he would, he would, he would, he would, he would body slam somebody and be like, I'm sorry. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no disrespect to Eric Almarola. I love Eric Almarola. Kind of a nerd. Like, he's got that nerdy vibe to him. But, you know, another guy, like, he was, he was about a mile and, and three quarters away from winning a Daytona 500. Yep. And then he got taken out. Yeah. Anywho, uh, so that's a little history of Darlington that we just went over before we went on an Eric Almarola tangent. Yeah. Uh, I, I so I did go to Hilton Head, South Carolina, one time, and on the way there, I requested that we stop because I want to see Darlington. And I mean, it's a track in the middle of nowhere. Yep. And then you roll up to it. I pulled my car right up to the wall mm-hmm. of the track and got out and was taking a like just looking you got the two towers like the the red towers right there mm-hmm. and uh it is a it cool and historic even cooler when it's empty like just <laughs> just quiet. seeing it it you was feel so like quiet you feel like it's days of thunder yeah i got chills it was awesome <laughs> it was so cool so and that's a that's a race like I loved it. Yeah, oh, man, it would be so cool to go to yeah, that. We have to stay far away from it because I'm sure there's no hotels near. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Barren yeah. land. It could be a nice time yeah. in like Myrtle Beach or something. Sure, I don't yeah. Know. And we're <laughs> we're really good at driving places. Yeah, we are. So, but we will all we will take off two days after the scheduled race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll take some time to. Yeah. yeah, we'll make sure that we have time. And 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 if we uh, if we don't need it, then we have a day to do. Tour stuff. Absolutely. Find a Bucky's. All right. Hell yes. Welcome uh, to the Bucky's podcast. So yeah. we're going to talk about Bucky's yeah. and Bucky Beaver. Yes. Uh, I don't know if that's his name. Uh, uh, He's I a beaver, know. right? Woodchuck? I don't know. Hi. Now, don't. Tommy, if I may, I have a question, a philosophical question. Tangent Answer. draft here. Um, now, uh, this is kind of a math situation, kind okay. of half math, half biology. Yep. Um, how much wood? Would a woodchuck chuck if said woodchuck could chuck wood? 
Now, so there's a lot of things. Actually, this brings up a tangent draft. May I? Is this about to get political? No. <laughs> okay. It's not. <laughs> I know. So I saw a TikTok the other night. Yeah. That was dissecting a Taylor Swift song. Okay. And it was uh, the one... Uh, let's see. The one about the, her ex-boyfriend. The, the one that, <laughs> the one that she says, uh, boys only want love if it's torture. Boys don't only say want love if it's torture. And then she says, don't, don't say, say I didn't, didn't say, say I didn't, didn't warn you. Yeah. Now stop yeah. right there. Okay. Don't say I didn't say I didn't warn you. Is she saying, don't say I didn't say? I didn't warn you or or is yeah. it a repeat like yeah. just in the song don't say I didn't say I didn't warn you yeah right 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 but that's what I could, always assumed but, but she could be saying don't say I didn't say I, I didn't, didn't warn, warn you, you. <laughs> this like and so which makes you think now do I have to go back to previous Taylor Swift songs to, to find out if she, if she said, was warning me yeah what about yeah. the boys the wanting love, love if only if, if there is torture involved now is said torture dished out by well, the boys well i think she's saying or, that the love is torture yes but i but i need to know if she was warning me of this prior to this song so do i have to go back to the fake country era of taylor swift to find out like i uh, she let's see she she sang her guitar crying. Yep. Uh, she uh, burned pictures. Yep. Uh, um, something about a white horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, something about being uh, Cinderella. She wore yeah. She wore a t shirt uh, to a football game. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I need to go back and solve this mystery. Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> I have never thought so hard in my life to say another thing, and like I'm, I'm so, sure I'm sure I looked like I just like completely lost yeah. brain function right there. Sorry, yeah. I, I think my so in I, conclusion, I, we've got some work to do. Yeah. So we'll be watching the NASCAR this weekend on mute. But we, but we expect figure. we expect everyone listening to do their homework, to go to the library, pick up some Taylor Swift albums, uh, phone your local senator. Yep. Uh, we're gonna get to the bottom of this. And Taylor Swift, uh, like obviously a huge NASCAR fan, friend of the program. Yeah. If she would like to come on and explain, explain herself, herself. Yeah. yeah, that would help us tremendously. Yeah, so we will, of course, start that interview. With, of course, uh, Taylor Swift, um, multi-millionaire, um, one of the most famous singers in the world. Yes, uh, her fans have a nickname. Once your fans have a nickname, like then you've made it. Uh, so she will sit on this couch right here, the broken uh, one, the one that's very broken. My bad. Been around uh, for many, twenty plus years. Seen a lot of cats. Yep. And the first thing we'll ask, or not not ask, but demand. Yep. Explain yourself. <laughs> what you got, Blondie? Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, man, that was better than last night's tangent. Yeah, job, was- <laughs> honestly. Uh, yeah. So just ponder on that. 
And uh, let's uh, let's talk about Darlington. Who's going to win this race, Griff? I feel like it's Truex. I don't know. I have no really. I have no idea. I okay, don't know. that's my default. This I'm year. also going to bring up somebody that we've yeah. previously talked okay. about in this episode. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick. I like it for no reason sure. whatsoever. Yeah. He, old guy, old track. Yeah, give he, me Kevin. He, he won here uh, 2021 or 2020. I twice? believe he did it uh, twice. Yeah, he did it twice. Uh, yeah, because he. I know he won the. I think Darlington, Darlington, or was it? No, yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm trying to think. The race was, that he beat, he beat uh, Austin Dillon. I think that was 2020. I think that yeah. was the second because yeah, they the ran second like, race. Yeah, they, they ran, ran like three of them, four yeah. of them at at Darlington. That was the first race back. I think he won. He won the first race back, and I think he won two in a row. The first race back, um, that was I can't remember. I think that was Denny. The first race back because that was the one where Chase Elliott fingered Kyle Busch. Can we rephrase that? <laughs> That was that was where uh, <laughs> uh, that's where uh, Chase Elliott uh, called Kyle Busch number one. Right, so, yeah. gave him, I, yeah, gave, gave him, him the, the bird, finger, the finger. Yeah. He he stuck his finger straight up <laughs> towards Kyle Busch. Uh, Great. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> yes, he, he won a couple times. Yeah. That like Darlington was his last win, if I'm not mistaking. Uh, so I'm going to pick Kevin Harvick to mm-hmm. do it. All right. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised think, if he won or if he finished thirtieth. I think Darlington. I have no idea. I think Darlington takes experience. Yep. Uh, but the hiccup is this car. We have no yeah, idea what's no going idea. to happen. Yeah. So, I think I the thing I like. PJ McLeod might win this yeah, thing. Who knows? Uh, the thing that's similar to the Xfinity cars that created like uh, unbelievable racing like recently at Darlington with Xfinity. The composite body that we now have on the next gen car, yeah. they can take a lot more punishment on the sides of the car. A lot more beating which and bumping, will lead yeah. to a lot more risks being taken. Like we saw last year, Kyle Larson really do a video game move against the wall to try and get to Denny Hamlin, put them both in the wall in the yep. last corner, and Denny still won. That can you could probably get away with a little bit more, yeah, uh, or do that early. I don't know. There could be some crazy stuff that goes on, yes, because uh, the cars can take a lot more punishment. And for a track like this, that's the absolute dream. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited for this race. Uh, beyond the paint schemes, let's talk about the paint schemes a little bit. There's uh, some there's some big highlights all, in yeah. all three series. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Gordon uh, highlighted in every series. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, Tony Stewart highlighted in almost every series. Yeah. I don't know the about best. the trucks, but he is in in uh, Xfinity and Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, so many throwbacks. The uh, the Petty uh, Petty GMS Motorsports mm-hmm. that the name that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Both of those guys doing Lee Petty and Richard Petty. A uh, notable omission here. Yep. You know what team is not doing a throwback at all? Childress. The team You're with the freaking right. three car yeah. doesn't have a throwback yeah. at all. Now, Tyler Reddick is running one in Xfinity, yeah. uh, but, but, he, not, yeah. but not in Cup. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, shout out to Bubba for saying, screw you guys for throwing it back. I'm bringing out a new paint scheme. Yeah, I love it. He's Bubba. reverse psychology. Bubba can do no, reverse he's throw, psychologizing. He's throwing, he's throwing forward to when he wins this, the Goodyear 400 this yep, weekend. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So shout out to him for doing that. Uh, going against the grain, you gotta love I it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just some really cool paint schemes. William Byron bringing back the flames, like the original flames. Yeah, this the is the OG flames. Yeah, that's the thing. The the one that besides like Austin Dillon running a black number three, like. Uh, William Byron having a uh, mid two thousands Jeff Gordon blue and red paint. Like, yes, that was the one. And you brought this up the via, Grail. Yeah. yeah, and you brought this up via text messages. Their their use of the new number placement. It, they it, they did a very good job. It, yeah, it looks a little weird 
Um, however, I mean, it, it still looks better than a lot of the, yeah, yeah everybody really has. But the one team that even with the new number placement, like like both cars hit it out of the park, perfect package deal, Trackhouse doesn't miss. Well, they almost got away with it <laughs> well, thank, until so, Teresa. Un- it, uh, since we recorded our lost episode, yes, I would like to retract a statement I made from the lost episode that nobody heard. Teresa allegedly had nothing to do with it. I don't buy it. So, yeah, the team came out and said that they... With a her. gun to their head, yeah, that Teresa didn't do it. So, little backstory is: so they're doing the uh, Japan, the Japan pair from Dale Junior's first time racing a Cup car, not a points race, uh, but it's for he was driving the one for DEI, and Dale was in the three for RCR, and it was both, so yeah, cool. <laughs> both had Coca Cola paint schemes: um, Dale in red and uh, Dale in black. <laughs> Dale Senior Dale in red. In red. <laughs> Junior in the black number one car. Uh, but so essentially the one car for Trackhouse is essentially a direct continuation of DEI because it everything that's changed hand, it's it's always been Shout out what, Steve Park. Yeah. It was Steve Park and then it once they merged with uh with CGR, it became the one car there, it stayed there, and then now it's a trackhouse, still the one like it's the same car. And now they have Ty Norris who worked for DEI and helped found it mm-hmm. and is now working for Trackhouse. So it's pretty much that direct car. Uh, and they made it look exactly the same. It's the so good. And everything. Um, but it was kind of assumed they did have to add the little Trackhouse slash that they like is part of their logo to at least to just that number. And everybody assumed it was because Teresa owns that likeness of that number one. Uh, unfortunately, it, it's not directly because of her, but it's nice to blame the Wicked oh, Witch of the South. No, for, yeah. Uh, yeah. Trackhouse was held at gunpoint to say it wasn't her. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I will not take any <laughs> other answer. Uh, Teresa, it's just... And we've, I think we've gotten into it. Uh, I think we touched on it in our tutorial episode mm-hmm. of, to, of what she did. Um, so go back and listen to that uh, if you have not listened to those. Um, and uh, But... Yeah, so the Trackhouse cars are awesome. Um, I want to talk about uh, my guy Lawless. Yeah, in his forty-five yep. truck. Oh man! Um, the first, like, I never realized how like his regular paint scheme has all of the same colors. Yeah, like it already works. Yeah, it's almost like he was watching a race from two thousand seven that he saw Jeff Gordon, and he was like, "Huh, that's a cool looking car." Yeah, I have those colors, and then it worked. Perfect. And here we are. So. Uh, shout out to him for that. Um, Vargas in the six Xfinity car, uh, doing the doing the Pepsi scheme, kind of. Yeah, which I mean, he's doing like the number style and color and everything. But when I saw it, it was a Jeff Gordon throwback. I'm like, what is this throwing back to? And then like I real, oh, I can see it. But I was really confused. The like, thing with what? these, <laughs> the thing with these throwback schemes is like you can't get these guys to sign a one race contract. I know because yeah. if he had the Pepsi logo on the front right, of that car, right. that would be cool. Come on, like but, some of the some of these are like the paint schemes are awesome, but it's a different yeah, it's a different sponsor doing their get, font. You or, can't just yeah. talk to these sponsors and be like, just one race, just one time. I yeah yeah like Trackhouse has Coca Cola, so that yes. works. So like, it works. that's the best one. And uh, quietly under the radar, Kurt Busch. Mm-hmm. Doing a doing a like they did as close yeah, as they could <laughs> to a Bill Elliott McDonald's throwback. Yeah, uh, it it if you look at it it's from actually, one angle, it looks yeah. absolutely nothing like it. But it, if you look at it cool. a little bit, yeah. 
they did they did it looks cool i think and, what they should do is do the mac tonight car every year that's what i that's want. what i don't somebody I don't did a care. mock-up on twitter oh, that, so that i think we retweeted like jamie mcmurray has already done it it doesn't matter yeah. do it every year or throwback uh give us back the dodges yeah, give, yeah. for one race <laughs> for, everybody race the <laughs> everybody race the dodge a buick yeah and in Monte Carlo. Yeah. We just we uh-huh. just bring out we we open up every team's got their museum or whatever. Just bring out some cars from there. Hell yes. No safety <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, uh Joey Logano's is also really cool too. The red. Yeah, that is pretty. I like yeah, there's a lot of guys that are yeah. doing like like really old school looking yes. cars. But the best at announcing it was RFK. Yeah, because they're Twitter doing a game. full EA Sports two thousand five chase for the cup with Ace Moneymaker and everything. Oh, it's so yes. fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, bringing back the Viagra car without Viagra mm-hmm. uh, again. I think give me one. I bring. Up, I brought up a complaint about their Mark Martin throwback. They didn't send. They moved the number to comply with right. where the number is, but they didn't move the paint scheme that was kind of centered around the number. Yeah, I think they. I like based on seeing the car. I think they have fixed that. Yeah. So it actually fits. So that's fine. You know, if they could find something to extend the six a little bit, maybe on the Viagra uh, car. Yeah. Just the just the stem of the six like expanded a little bit. Yeah, yeah. For a, for the duration of the race. Yeah, that'd I mean, be nice. I mean, how long is a race? Like about four hours. Yeah, yeah. But and then if it goes longer than that, you may have to like go to pit road and yeah, and uh, see somebody. Mm-hmm. But anyways, great of, pa- great paint schemes this weekend. A lot I'm of very groin talk it. on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Darlington should be fun. Uh, I'm I'm excited about the race. Uh, I'm picking uh, Kevin Harvick. You're picking Tricks. We're going old school today. Uh, yeah. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens, but yeah. we'll talk about it next week. Uh, sorry for the delay on this episode and not doing last week's episode. We have we have real jobs and real lives to attend to. Uh, if you would like to pay us to only do this, we're open to it. Yeah. Uh, but it starts at uh, two hundred grand a year. Yeah. Each. Yeah. Each. Yeah. Each. Yeah. So. Uh, we're we're more than more than happy. Yeah, the, ga- uh, the gas prices for me to drive the three miles to get here is yep. unbelievable. Yes, yes, astronomical. Yep. Quite frankly, uh, so we will be back next week to recap Darlington. Uh, we'll preview Kansas. I'm sure there's some sort of chaos in between that we'll get yeah. to, uh, but we're gonna do our best to record that uh, on on Wednesday and have it for you on Thursday. Uh, if not, bear with us. We're sorry. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So. Uh, Griffin, thank you as always. Thank you, Tommy. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Follow us on the Twitters at The Tandem Draft. Uh, check out restartsports.com for more stuff. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we'll do it next week. Yeah, get back to us about Taylor Swift. Thank you. Yes, thank you.